1: Thank you.
0: to the PHLY Eagles podcast on a Thursday late morning. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman here, lots to talk about. We haven't talked since Tuesday, so we've got injury news. We've got uh, some Julio Jones news. We've got plenty to talk about as the Eagles prepare for this game against the jilted X and Vic Fangio, the man who could have been the defensive coordinator. We've got the Jalen Hurts to a Viloa story that Jalen Hurts wants no part of talking about. We've got another draft coming up, Zach, between you and me as we split up these Eagles and Dolphins rosters, a game that I think is uh, maybe the most exciting game on the schedule to date for the Eagles. How are you?
1: Doing well. Excited for the show. Full energy, enthusiasm. As always. <laughs> I said to Bo before we started, I said, I said, you excited? You enthusiastic? And he looked at me like... Zach, chill out. We've both
0: got our and own then, processes. Before yes. the show, Zach's, Zach's like beating his <laughs> chest. He's like, All right, let's have a good show, everybody. He's running around the studio slapping hands. It's like he's like he's doing John Henderson slapping himself in the <laughs> face. Know? I'm trying to look at the things that I need to think about. Yeah. The rundown. I'm trying to like figure things out. out. We've got our different processes. I'm sorry that I'm not pounding chests with you.
1: <laughs> much, much different approach. But yeah, ex- excited for the show. Missed you yesterday energized today by an outstanding story from Bo Wolf on allphly.com. Check that out. The Wolf Stand is back. It was, it was in hibernation for a bit, but it is back and excited to see it. We can
0: read that on allphly.com as well as Zach's uh, story from late yesterday with uh, plenty of news roundup stuff uh, because the, uh, the Eagles have a lot going on this week. And so why don't we start with that, Zach, especially on the injury front because something that's not really been on our radar – Devontae Smith, yeah. now yesterday was a walkthrough, exactly. but would not
1: have practiced. What's the, what's the news there? Yeah, so I'm glad you said it was a, a walkthrough, and that makes today very important. The Eagles will practice in a few hours. Uh, we'll have all the updates from there, but Devontae Smith showed up on the report with a hamstring injury. Now, it was a, an, an approximation, so had they practiced, he would not have participated. Uh, not when, the kind of thing that heals,
0: Quickly, right? For
1: a, a wide receiver, that can be concerning, a hamstring. So we'll see his status Do today. you think that this
0: was a factor in the signing of Julio Jones?
1: I don't think it was an apples-for-apples apples thing, but certainly the timing sticks out in the, in that regard. Now Julio Jones, we'll get to that. That might take a little bit of time in terms of getting him him caught up. Today's his first practice with the team. He was out there for walkthrough yesterday. Uh, but the Devontae injury, it, hamstrings can linger for wide receivers. Uh, if he's not out there today, that would be concerning for me. So we'll, I wonder if it
0: was a factor in him having a kind of a poor game for his standards against the Jets. I
1: don't think he'll use that excuse, but it is worth wondering. Uh, now
0: also, especially, you know, I I, I'm thinking about that one play, not even the drops, but the play when he's coming out of the backfield and it's like, he's one-on-one matched up with a linebacker. I think it was CJ Mosley. And he like it, it should be the play is like perfectly designed for him to separate. And he like barely gets mm-hmm. separation ends up catching the ball on a nice throw from Jalen hurts. But maybe, maybe he was missing a step a little bit. It's a good observation.
1: Yeah. It, I, I, I can't speak for him there, but it is worth wondering now that he's now that when you don't practice because of a hamstring stands out. Sure. Also Who else is on there. Also not practicing. Reed Blankenship had a ribs injury. Mm-hmm. We, we knew My he had condolences a, 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 to your son. a, a <laughs> yeah, we knew he had a ribs injury. Um, uh, the Eagles need him this this week. We'll we'll get to that. We'll have a lot of discussion ab- about the secondary against these Miami wide receivers. Lane Johnson ankle injury. I asked Nick Sirianni about it yesterday. Uh Lane would not have practiced. He's pushing the play. We heard what Brian Baldinger said on the PHLY Eagles show on Tuesday that Baldy who's been in communication with Lane thinks he's going to play. But uh it's it's not like it, it's not a definite and I think there is some optimism there. I think Lane, you know, like Nick said, Lane is pushing to play. Lane uh, will do everything he can to play, but Nick wasn't ready to say anything yet. He said he might have more information on on Friday, so I will ask him that tomorrow. Bradley. Roby, At which point he'll say, "You just have to
0: sit and watch the injury report." <laughs> yeah, probably you know, so. We don't want to get into that. Yeah,
1: Bradley Roby shoulder injury uh, did not practice. The Eagles made that move to add Josiah Scott. That became official. Mario Goodrich. Who was uh, waived, cleared waivers, added to the practice squad. So we'll get to that in a bit. Limited at practice. This is the good news for the Eagles. Jalen Carter and Darius Slay both progressing. So did not practice last week. Practicing, uh, they they would have practiced yesterday. I think both are trending in the right direction. Dallas Goddard had a groin injury. We saw he was not on the field for the final play against the uh, 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 against the Jets. Uh, Milton Williams has an ankle injury. Uh, I spoke to Milton. I didn't. I didn't speak to him about his ankle injury, but I. I wouldn't be worried about him at this point. The other good news is that Sydney because Brandt, you think
0: that he would have just brought it up unprompted if if it was something to be worried about.
1: No, he was he was getting ready to go to the walkthrough. Okay. So yeah, so he wasn't like getting treated. You know, he wasn't getting treated. Okay, at that that's point. good.
0: That's good insight. Um, Slip s- that in there.
1: That's yeah, good. Okay, thank you, thank you. I like that. I I'm trying to improve. So feedback. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I I have a funny um feedback anecdote that we'll get to when we did the draft you'll you'll be cracking up about it okay okay
0: uh i'm gonna write on my new, on my paper here feedback anecdote yes
1: and and actually i, I texted you about it so that's a little tease um, okay sydney brown hamstring would have been a full participant in practice sydney's missed the past few games so he's good it looks like he's going to well play. that's a big that's one that's a huge one
0: especially with reed blankenship right like if if you had to throw your turkeys right now, what would you uh, what would you put at the possibility of both of them playing?
1: Right now, I think Sydney Brown hundred turkeys. Okay. Uh, Blankenship, I would put that at like 40, forty sixty. Um, I did not speak to Reed yesterday. I saw him in the hallway. He was getting his smoothie at the smoothie bar. Okay. Um, couldn't tell.
0: Those are famously good for fixing ribs.
1: <laughs> Maybe so. Have you ever had a ribs injury?
0: Not a serious one. Okay. No.
1: A non-serious one?
0: I mean, I might have gotten like hit in the ribs or something, but okay. nothing that lingered. Head, no. Okay. Yeah, no.
1: head, uh, hairline fracture or bruise. No. Have or... you? <laughs> no. I'm okay. curious. I hear... Brage,
0: my, my wife did when she was in a car accident in high school. Oh, God. Broke, broke some ribs.
1: Tough. Yeah, I'm tough, curious her thought. I hear, I hear, I hear those life, are excruciating. Said, yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I hear every time you breathe, you like feel it. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for selling that one. <laughs> What's to <laughs> sell? <laughs> There's nothing to sell There's there. To sell. You said yes. Eli Ricks, knee injury. Oh um, yeah, I bet that would be so <laughs>
0: difficult.
1: <laughs> there you go. Be expressive. Okay, yeah. Yes. Be a liar. <laughs> no, it would be difficult. It would, it would be difficult to have a knee injury. It,
0: but that would be a, a that reaction from me would be a lie. I would be okay. faking my You'd personality.
1: Faking. Okay. Fair enough. Eli Ricks, uh, knee injury would have been a full participant. Marlon Tui Pelotu. Triceps injury would have been a full participant. So Marlon trending in the right direction. So you think Carter will play? Uh I do think Jalen Carter will play. And I also think that Darius Slay will play. And the Eagles need Slay badly.
0: I would say so in this game. I mean, the the safety picture is is pretty dire. Whether I mean, yeah. If Blankenship plays, that's one thing. I feel like they probably shouldn't push him to play because the thing about ribs injuries is they can be so painful. <laughs> And to have to play through that would be difficult knowing that they have two more games before
1: yeah. the bye. I think you want to sort of give him a rest. That's great. That's the type of insight you could have added with the ribs injury before. Well done. Uh, I won't go through the whole dolphins injury. Uh, th- I won't go through all the dolphins injuries, but the one to watch there is Xavier uh, Howard who did not practice yesterday. Uh, he's their top corner. They do not have a particularly good second or particularly good corners. Let's say be they don't have a set there. We'll get to that during the draft. Their okay. second corner. Eli Apple, Cater Cahoo. Exactly. It's not it's not a distinguished group there. I think they there's chances to take advantage of them there, but Howard's really good. So if he's not out there, that affects you. Okay. Uh that's that's the injury report. Uh Julio Jones, you mentioned him. He was there yesterday. And Julio Jones is one of these guys. You compared it to an and Kinsua last year. Uh I think that's a good comparison. He's one of these guys who has a presence. Like people know when he's in the room. Uh, now,
0: people wanted me to follow up and get you to sort of clarify your Julio Jones take about him being like your favorite wide receiver you've ever seen or something like that. Can you can okay. you like
1: uh, I'd like that you're getting text about double
0: this. down on or just explain well, to I say us he's the, the third, the third, third best behind Randy Moss and Calvin Johnson. OK, and this is just the best now this is from when you started covering the league or just your Yeah, entire- when I since I started covering the since league. Since you started covering the league. Okay. Better than Larry Fitzgerald.
1: Yes. And Larry Fitzgerald was, was really good. But yes. Okay. Julio Julio was special in I mean Larry Fitzgerald was was special. But Julio's I mean Julio's two thousand fifteen season was like historic. But how I much watched- how much prime Randy Moss were you getting? I wasn't getting a lot. I got the tail end. I actually had to cover Randy Moss's return, I believe, to Foxborough when He, yeah, when he came back to Foxborough, covered that one uh, for the Star Ledger. Covered a little bit of like the Patriots portion of of Randy Moss, but I, I guess I'm just lumping Randy Moss in there because he's the best I've ever seen. Okay, I mean Jerry Rice, obviously, but I was I was on the younger end of like of Jerry Rice's great years. Sure. Uh, but- what about To? I mean, TL was special. I've been doing a lot of TL research in the past year, and TL Big was flex. special too. That 2004 season was incredible. But I would say that uh, Julio Jones, when he was at his best, there were few players ever like him. So Julio Jones jumps out to me. Okay. Uh, and he jumps out to his teammates too. Good segue there. He. <laughs> Way a pat slip on the back. <laughs> he so i don't want to name names here but a rookie on the team okay was like man julio jones he's like you guys waiting for julio jones i said yeah and then uh, and and someone else said julio and and it's like julio jones has a presence was it nolan smith it wasn't nolan smith no uh julio jones was wearing number 80 with the eagles he uh he hasn't really been an eighty guy before. I associate him with eleven. He's one of the guys who brought forth those 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 numbers in the uh, teens. Okay, um, or two. What about
0: Devontae Adams?
1: No, I'll take Julio over Devontae Adams. Okay, you're really pushing back on this. I'm just trying to clarify. Are you not a Julio guy? I'm not not a Julio guy. I... Were you like AJ Green in that draft? Were you team AJ Green? Um,
0: I probably wouldn't have been team AJ Green because he had, remember he missed so much time. Mm. At Georgia less less production
1: Julio Jones as he pointed out yesterday Alabama didn't really throw him the football but you ask Alabama receivers and he's considered like the goat of that crew well yeah of course he's I mean, one of the three best receivers you've ever <laughs> seen in your life yes they, they they have a lot of respect for Julio so anyways Julio is on the practice squad right now I'd expect him to go to the 53 uh, Nick Sirian, you think he will play on Sunday yes I think he's gonna play on Sunday this has been in conversation for a bit. Julio did not want to get into the timeline for how long he's been speaking to Howie Roseman, but the conversation started before this week. They saw him in person yesterday, or they saw him in person on Tuesday.
0: I actually remember being in the Novacare complex for that draft, the Julio Jones oh, draft. Oh, this is good insight here. And I remember the the, the conversation that I remember from the Eagles side of things was they couldn't believe how much the Falcons gave gave up to move up for Julio Jones.
1: Well, I think Thomas Dimitrov is pretty proud of that trade, by the way.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm, I think that it's, it's probably one of the things that he thinks he's underpaid for, because Thomas Dimitrov is, uh, has done a very good job of pounding the table for one of the great inequities of our time, and that is general managers don't get paid enough.
1: You have to, you have to really be uh, a sicko to understand that reference. He's got a podcast <laughs>
0: yeah. in which he talks. He has he, he interviews general managers, and every single episode, he's like, "Now, here's what I really want to talk to you about. How unfair is it that we don't get paid as much as the third wide
1: receiver?" No, he talked about the head coaches. I mean, I mean, GMs are important, sure. Very important, yeah, yeah there's a there's a market rate there, and I think that rate's going to keep going higher
0: yeah let's all let's all get some pickets uh <laughs> some some signs, and let's march to City hall and say, pay Howie more <laughs> pay
1: Howie more you know what? I bet if Howie got a huge offer from somebody else, if he was a free agent and got a huge offer from, from somebody else, there would be pickets down there to pay Howie more I, I mean, I doubt it Eagles fans are pretty passionate. I feel
0: like... They, they keep us employed. That's fine, but yeah. I, I feel like if it got to that, Jeffrey would probably just pay him. That's true. First of all, I mean, to his credit, Jeffrey Lurie uh, does pay his front office people and coaching staff more than most owners yeah. in the league. So I think that's that's actually legitimately a part of the reason why the Eagles have been so good um, for so long. But, yeah, nobody's uh, nobody's nobody's shedding tears over how he's not making a little bit more money.
1: Well, after, after I... Read your piece today. I thought I was going to pull up in tent, at 10th and Cowell Hill and see some diehard saying, "Pay Wolfmore, pay Wolfmore." Okay,
0: well, I mean, I'll take that. Yeah, that was a good piece. Uh, Patrick Johnson, great answer. I mean, once we, we we worked on it together, we sort of workshopped yeah. it, but that okay. I think that is the right answer. You beat Howie for a day and <laughs> sign yourself to a big long term deal. I associated most with Britton Covey's answer. I know you did. Yes, uh, I think on two fronts. Yes. What on on? What, you, I'll let you explain it, but I feel like. There were two parts of the
1: answer that really did make me think of you. Uh, when he talked about how his wife would have to get on her tippy toes to give him a kiss. <laughs> yes, but really it was, it
0: was the height joke, but yes. also the fact that as he was saying it, he was realizing, why am I saying this? This is going to be used <laughs> against me. Like I thought that that was a very Zach Berman
1: yeah. answer. Well, Britton Covey and I can, uh, uh, I hope I'm, I'm, I'm not speaking out of turn here. Because uh, this was like a, a conversation, wasn't a recording or anything. Okay. But um, last year, Britton, he like made a reference like to my height, you know, and he was talking about like he and I, and I was like, what are you talking about? And like, I tried to play it real straight, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he was like, uh, taking like, you know, my offending him and I was like, no, I'm just, I'm he didn't just know you were a fan of comedy. He didn't know I was a fan of comedy. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah he didn't realize the comedic timing. Look at all the look at all these people talking about the Wolf's Den. I I'm so happy the Wolfstein was back. Um, but yeah, so so to get back to Julio Jones. Uh, Nick Sirianni talked about how Julio Jones is kind of like this receiver that you use in, in teach tape. How he first he let he coached against Julio and he saw him in, in person and was like, man, that's a guy. I'm I'm glad I'm not coaching against him right now. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm not a defensive coach. Uh, just the presence that he has. The Eagles thought that he showed some juice on tape last year with the Bucks. That can be up up for debate, but uh I didn't think he was he was that bad with with Tampa last year when I watched. Uh so Julio, but Nick Sirianni mentioned that he's a Hall of Fame player who's going from being the highlight of an offense to kind of like a complimentary role here. He's Nick emphasized, as as we discussed, that it's gonna be down, it's it's gonna be A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard as the top three. Uh, and Julio's not infringing on that. He also made sure to mention that Alamny Zacchaeus has a role in this offense. He said every offense he's been a part of, he's had success with guys who are tough and reliable. And that's what o- OZ is. I still think Julio is gonna be above OZ. But, anyways, I specifically asked. Julio Jones, how a potential Hall of Famer reframes his mind, reconfigures his mindset to go from being a uh, top part of an offense to a, a, a complimentary player. And he said, Oh, no, no. My mindset is definitely to dominate. Don't, what a good Julio Jones impression that is. Don't get it twisted. I am here to dominate, but they have guys here who are already solidified. So wherever they need me to go and be, I'll do that to the best of my ability. Dave Zingaro, the great reporter from NBC Sports Philly, asked him how much he has left. And Julio pushed back, have left? Just keep watching. Keep watching and I'll show you. We'll revisit that question. And he had the sly smile. I look forward to revisiting it. This is a classic thing where it might end up that he <laughs> has three catches and that's the end. But So uh, Julio, uh, and, and, then, and then by the way, he's staying like seven minutes from the team facility. He was talking about it took him thirty minutes to move a mile and a half the other night. They had a soccer game going on, a hockey game going on, a baseball game going on. He talked about the passion of. I Billy wonder fans where he's there. staying.
0: Not to, we don't need to out him, but I think I know
1: where he's staying. We'll get to it all off, off off camera. I don't want to out him, but I, I I I'm pretty confident I know where he's staying. Or I I, sh- I actually shouldn't say that. I don't sicko, know. <laughs> sicko stuff. <laughs>
0: Uh, I have a guess too, but it would only be a temporary thing. Okay. If he's here for the long haul, I'm, okay. I'm not sure I have yeah. the answer. But I
1: appreciate the uh, <laughs> sorry derangedness that. of that answer. Uh, and then, oh, sorry, you 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 caught me off 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 guard there. There, I he think you caught him
0: off guard. He's a little bit worried. <laughs> he considers he may AJ, not be staying
1: there for very much longer. He considers AJ Brown like a little brother to him. Uh, he went back to Alabama a few times. Knows Devontae and Jalen Hurts. Uh, knows Fletcher Cox, so has, you know, has a lot of connections in the locker room Feels What
0: percentage of the roster do you think you could say with almost certainty where they live?
1: <laughs> um this is gonna sound weird I, I i'd say probably like 60 70 percent that's pretty good <laughs> okay. okay but it's not something i would talk about on the show I, I respect their well, privacy well, we'll get to it i know. Mean, no i respect their privacy although we we do have five days a week year round <laughs> so we have, a, we have a lot of off-season concert tune in in to, june yes, when we get exactly. to find out where Brendan Peterson lives <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> so then the uh the last thing i I'll, I'll say before we get to our sponsors here uh about julio is you'll you'll, you'll laugh at this i asked him about the divisional round playoff game because he was he was talking about how he loves the philly crowd and i i made a reference to that game and he kind of looked at me like what year and i said uh 2017 season january 2018 he's like that was so long ago i really don't remember much from it uh, so it's kind then, of weird. He probably didn't want to get into it that. It's a one. big game. He didn't want to get into it, but I, I enjoyed I enjoyed engaging with Julio. Nice guy. I'm sure he enjoyed
0: engaging with you <laughs> until he found out you know where he's, know where he lives. So I, don't where where he lives. I, I don't know where
1: he lives. worried. I don't know where he lives. I think I know where the players stay when they're here. Was my point.
0: Well, if if Julio Jones is looking to maybe go undercover and not be noticed by freakazoid reporters, <laughs> he might want to don a pair of sunglasses, and that's where Shady Rays comes in. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers an unrivaled product that is just as good as any expensive pair we have worn, durable frames, and world-class optics for all outdoor adventures. And if you're into winter sports, their quick swap snow lenses switch easily from full sun to low light. Don't let changing light conditions slow you down on the slopes when all you need is Shady Rays snow goggles. That's not all. Shady Ray's offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. That's crazy because I lose sunglasses like it's nobody's business. Yes, you do. I know that. Yes. You know what? My my deal is usually if it's a nice pair of sunglasses, I'm probably going to lose them. If it's like a $10 pair of sunglasses I buy at the airport, I'll probably have those for like a year and a half. Well, now you're going to get great sunglasses from Shady Ray's. Now we're talking. And if I lose them, good thing I've got the loss protection. Shady Rays is also committed to making a difference in communities across the U.S. Hmm. through their Impact Program, teaming up with nonprofits to help people live healthy, courageous lives through some of their most challenging times. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back with personal and fast support. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out an amazing deal for the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHLY for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over
1: 250,000 people. And so I'm waiting for a sunny day on the weekend here, after after my son's soccer game, and I'll be wearing my, my Shady Ray sunglasses in the car, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll give my son a treat after that soccer game, and I'm going to take him to his favorite card shop. You know what his favorite card shop is? Wheelhouse Cards. Wheelhouse Cards is our favorite shop in the Philly area. They carry all of your favorite collectible cards, apparel, memorabilia, and more with brands like Tops, 47, Mitchell Ness, Junk food and shy vintage sports, you know you can trust Wheelhouse's licensed dealers with the best community in the business. I know my son loves the Pokemon cards there. He's really getting into football cards and baseball cards and basketball cards. We saw them all at Wheelhouse cards. We actually went to get the baseball cards and we ended up buying Pokemon cards. And by the way, I saw some amazing shy vintage sports gear when I was there because I love old school Philly stuff and like 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 philadelphia stuff and you they have, all kinds
0: of Philly yeah stuff.
1: so i wear actually a you know uh um, I, I have a hat that I'll, I'll i'll bring in from a defunct philadelphia franchise that i got uh from from shy vintage sports wheelhouse hosts a ton of the well it, if, if you're looking to unload a, a a unique item they can even appraise and offer fair prices on site wheelhouse hosts a ton of different events like trading birthday parties and more. The toughest part will be deciding from the thousands of different collector's items they offer. Wheelhouse will truly be your one-stop shop for all card collecting needs. Stop into either of their locations in Wayne or Westchester. I went to the Wayne one. It's open seven days per week. Be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. I've already done that. Wheelhouse has all the Philly collectibles and gear you'll ever need. Cards and Community is their slogan, locally owned, family-friendly, family-run environment. It's open seven days a week and has amazing service experience.
0: Good stuff. Uh, a
1: few other things from
0: yesterday, Zach. I want to ask about. First of all, Jalen Hurts talked. Uh, I know that it's not always the most explosive set of answers he's given. He he wanted no time with the Tua a line of conversation as expected. Is that right?
1: Yes. And uh, there was a a certain reporter. Uh, I I don't want to give it away yet because he's working. You know, because I I I don't know if it's if it's if it's run yet, but. He had a v- What do you mean
0: you don't know? Of course you know.
1: Yeah, but there's there's more there's more to it than the okay. story. Okay. More to it. Uh yeah. And so he had to like position himself in a certain seat to ask the question a cer- as a certain way. So Jalen was looking a certain way. And Jalen was just interesting. N- no selling it, man. Jalen did not want anything to do with this to a storyline, which Look, I, I get, but I, I can tell you that the Eagles, and I said this on the show Tuesday, the Eagles were very impressed with how he's dealt or with with how he dealt with that when he got benched in college uh, for Tua, and Nick Sirianni was effusive in his praise when actually this question was framed to him about like these intent, the way he deals with adversity, and Nick talked about the steadiness that he has, and certainly that helped him in the, in the Tua thing. He said he'll catch up with Tua after the game, but it's a game week. Uh he spoke about how he's he's learned from that experience and from all his experiences too. Do you think they're, they're kind of friends? Big
0: wiser. Do you think they communicate on the reg?
1: I don't think on the reg, but maybe from time to time, but I I, I don't think on the reg. I actually think this Should have on.
0: Josh Tolentino on. He's got some, got yeah, some Tua J-
1: connections. Yeah, Josh is watching now. Uh, and actually Marcus Mariota's locker was surrounded yesterday um because he knows Tua. Works with Jalen now. You know they're both Hawaiian. Marcus Mariota and Tua um, both went. To I this, understood. Okay, yeah, yeah. that was a no sell on your part. I believe they went to the same. No, school. that's not a no sell. I believe that's they. A, I believe they went to the same high school. Marcus Mariota and Tua. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. so <laughs> anyways, <laughs> good point. <laughs> a lot of great, uh, or I should say, great. That's an exaggeration. Some, some, some good Hawaii quarterbacks. The quarterback from Oklahoma. Uh, Gabriel, he's, he's Hawaiian. Dylan Gabriel, if you remember Mackenzie Milton from Central Florida, uh, he was Hawaiian. Um, Timmy Chang. Nate and Nick Herbig. Yeah, but he's not a quarterback. As far as you know. As far as I know. Uh, yeah, but uh, Jalen Hurts did not want to get into that angle. Actually, Jalen was all business. He's, he's always all, all yeah, business. Well, as
0: opposed to what?
1: But yeah, but there was very little that he really wanted to, to to get into. Even like the Kelly Green thought it was like a softball. Yeah, didn't we're, we're wearing them this week and uh, rebounding from the game. Like there was there was there was not much there that uh, he wanted to get into. So, uh, but it is going to be a huge storyline. This is a national TV game. Two you know two uh, was the MVP frontrunner at this point in the season. Jalen Hurts is 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 one of the most prominent players in the NFL. I mean, this is that storyline is going to be if you can do your Chris Collinsworth impression. You know, Chris Collinsworth's going to be talking about that one.
0: Hire my son. <laughs>
1: this is the sense of humor that you only get from Bo. Um,
0: what about the Vic Fangio aspect of this? It was, yeah. was Nick Sirianni as stiff army about this line of questioning as Jalen Hurts was about Tua?
1: No, uh Nick was engaging actually about it. But but Nick's like we didn't give him everything, man. He doesn't know everything. And
0: I saw Vic Fangio just sort of said the same thing yeah. in his press conference. That okay, he was giving them a lot more than they were giving him. That's
1: what Nick said yesterday. Yes. And but Vic was in the building, knows the Eagles offensive personnel. And but, but the Eagles know Vic Fangio well from his time here and also Sean Desai is a like direct disciple from uh the Vic Fangio tree.
0: Well, I think a lot about the the thing that Desai said about that in his introductory press conference about how while like there's so much around the league of teams trying to replicate like the Fangio system, there's a difference between trying to like see what you see on tape and replicate that versus having actually That's been it. in the building with him thinking through the way that he solves problems, the way he thinks through trying to attack and stop defenses. And that is a much different thing than you know just being Brandon Staley or whoever and trying to trying to be sort of a copycat. And I think there's something
1: to that. You're absolutely right there. You know, and, and he knows the way Vic thinks. He 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 knows kind of where the keys are, where the um the the secrets are, where where everything's buried in that defense. So he could be an asset to <clears throat> excuse me to the offensive coaching staff uh, this week. But he also Sirianni also mentioned Vic Fangio is a big Phillies fan. Which, which we knew, uh, and he said he hopes Vic Fangio is distracted this week. Actually, when the defensive coaches were meeting... the story Tuesday, by John Greenberg
0: at the yes, Athletic from yeah, last year.
1: Yeah, good piece. Uh, when the defensive coaches were meeting on Tuesday night, Sirianni was in the defensive meeting. It was right around the time that the Phillies were starting, and uh, the defensive meeting room overlooks the practice field and Citizens Bank Park in the distance, and they heard loud cheers. They hear the fireworks erupt. They didn't know what happened. It was a a Kyle Schwarber home run. So Nick Sirianni is hoping that Vic's a little distracted by watching his favorite ball club this week. There you go. Mm-hmm. All but right. Also, real quick too, um, because the Mike McDaniel offense gets a lot of attention. I asked uh, Sirianni as an offensive mind. I but, thought that was a good framing of the question by you. Oh, thank you, Bo. You're I welcome. appreciate that. You know, I, I when I can get a compliment from you, I, it feels better. Like I know it's earned, right? Like, like uh, <laughs> you know, I, I have this thing with my wife where, like, I tell her she's 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 beautiful all the time, and uh, and like she says to me, you know, if there's a day when I look nice, um, like she'll how will she
0: know? She'll say that. Oh no, if, oh, no she'll you. say it to yeah, me, yeah.
1: and I'll be like, and I'll be like. That means so much thank you because you, you you never really say it or something like that and then she's like well when i say it i mean it she's like what when, when you say it i, I never know if it's yeah. yeah." so that's that's the thing so i appreciate it maybe it you should you.
0: compliment her intelligence or her compassion something beyond just her oh, looks I,
1: I do that i am i'm full of compliments trust <laughs> me yes yeah the, the compliment meter is like jordan davis compared to britain <laughs> cubby okay.
0: yeah that sounds about right yeah,
1: that sounds about right
0: uh, OK, well, speaking of the Phillies, Zach, if uh, if somebody was like out in Arizona and wanted to, you know, maybe mm. check and see, yep. I've heard the tickets are actually pretty low. You can get in the building pretty cheap. for yes. this
1: Yes. And you know where you can find that? You can find that on the Game Time app. If if you're frustrated by the price of tickets in, in, in Philly and by the way, those those tickets could adjust. You can find that on the GameTime app. But maybe you fly out to Arizona or maybe you live near Arizona and you're a, a loyal viewer of hours in Arizona or Nevada or California, and you're making that drive, uh, the way to find the best tickets is the GameTime app. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. GameTime is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Some of the great things about the GameTime app are the flash deals and last minute tickets, the easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, the image of seat views, which I like because I want to know exactly how that field is going to look when I am in there. Uh, forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day Of the event get images of your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code phly for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code phly for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed
0: meanwhile the nfl season is also going strong got Jaguars Saints tonight and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on a game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PHLY. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code P-H-L-Y only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 and older age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources.
1: Good job there. Uh, real quick, I saw a comment before from Khalif asking about comments on our stories. Uh, right now if you're a diehard member you can comment on stories I was reading Bo's story uh, I've I've gone through it a few times today but I like to see the comments and there were a few comments down there from the die hard members we appreciate that that's one of the benefits you get from being a diehard member you get exclusive um, material there you get discounts on merchandise you get discounts on events you get access to our discord which i'll I'll, I'll get to in a bit uh, but if, uh, uh, we'll find out if there's a point where comments are open up in general, but, but uh, right now you can comment on the stories. If you're a diehard yeah, we're going to start,
0: we're going to start putting some more pieces of content just for the diehards. Yes. So, uh, a good, a good reason to make the plunge.
1: So this is a good transition to the draft. Is, okay. this, is that where we're going? Here? Is
0: this your, uh, feedback anecdote?
1: Yeah. So, um, I was at the Penn state game the other day, as we discussed, sitting in the rain and between plays, Sitting in the rain. I wasn't getting great connection, but when I got connection, I went onto the discord app, um, cause my mind's always, always looking, course, yeah. no, was, so no
0: days off, no minutes yeah. off for, for Zach Berman.
1: And there was, uh, a spirited discussion about our weekly draft about, there were people who offered suggestions for improving it. There was an idea and I, I, I've gotten some emails about it too, uh, And I I texted you, by the way, in the Discord right now, there's commerce, there's there's good conversation about the draft and you didn't respond to me. So I, I'm, I'm assuming that you just didn't care that I texted you that and that you're like, let me enjoy my Saturday and peace Zach. Um, I don't need to be <laughs> worried about this. Zach, you're with your wife and another couple here. Um, why are you on discord right now? I'm reading this. Uh, <laughs> I, those are imagine the thought bubbles that were going on in your head. But yes, I, I was reading that. And then I was thinking, during that drive back of different way of, of different ways we can do the draft. But one thing I responded in there is that the draft is a way for us to talk about the players. And as this gets more, as the schedule gets tougher, there's there's gonna be more. Basically, one of the things they said is like the longtime listeners and viewers know the the types of players that we like, like know the way this is gonna go. So it becomes kind of predictable. So they thought about different strategies. But I think now that the like this game here and we're about to get to it uh there's some tough decisions in this one
0: yeah again it's it's our way of framing the conversation about the different rosters um less than it is about who's going to draft a better team because everybody knows i'm going to draft a better team
1: no that's that's another comment actually that 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 came up is that no matter what you just say you win and you pound me in the submission and then i'm like uh fine you win or fine we tie but but you're never and so i win (laughs) That's the self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, so no. So I I do want to figure out, and our commenters watching this, or you can leave comments on YouTube, or you can message me at uh, ZBerm on Twitter, or Z underscore Berman on Instagram, or zach at all P-H-L-Y.com. i mean
0: literally anywhere you put it on the internet <laughs> zach will find it put it on right yes, <laughs> yeah, yes.
1: Uh, for yes. colorado
0: state he, yes. will, he will make sure to take that into account if, if, if you leave a yelp <laughs> review at any of our <laughs> yeah. sponsors yep. he'll probably do that
1: yep. there's a reddit form i'll find it yeah yep. so uh but if if, if you have a, a good objective way for us to to determine a winner a lot other of conversation
0: than, about Zach Berman yeah, on Truth Social, I, mean, I believe.
1: I don't even know what Truth Social is. but um, Other than pro football focus sco- uh, scores, because Bo shot that down all, already. Yeah, of uh, course. So we we need to figure out a good way to identify the winner. Uh, but this is going to be a, a, a good game here.
0: Okay. Uh, you ready for rock, paper, scissors to start this bad boy off? Sure. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. One for me, scissors over paper. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Rock and rock, rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot, paper. paper over rock for Zach, 1-1. One, okay,
1: one. Yeah, hold, hold on. Oh, trying,
0: my gosh.
1: Trying to thank you. Okay. You can't. <laughs>
0: All right. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. I stuck with rock, took out his scissors, first pick for me. I actually hadn't really thought about who I'm going to take first here uh, mm-hmm. because we could get to the quarterback conversation. Not a huge difference. You know, I think Lane Johnson would be a normal first pick, but who knows what his status is going to be, it sounds like he's going to play, but do I want to use the first pick on that? If Devontae Smith doesn't play, do you want to take a wide receiver? I think I'm going to go. Huh. I, you know what? I got I to gotta stay true to some of my principles. I'm going to go with A.J. Brown. As my first pick here. Wow. Uh,
1: okay. Because
0: I don't know that, that Devontae Smith is going to play in this game. And I think that Tyreek Hill is probably a more impactful, better player right now. But I'm not going to put my head on the pillow tonight knowing that I took Tyreek Hill first overall. So I'm taking A.J. Brown, uh, the man who has been so fantastic. First player in uh, Eagles history to have over 120 receiving yards in four straight games. Doesn't always run on those clear-out routes, but that's okay. He makes up for it. I'm taking A.J. Brown.
1: A.J. Brown's outstanding. A.J. Brown is second in the league in receiving yards this year with 672. Do you know who the first in the league? In I do receiving know who yards the first is? in the league Who is, is. it? Tyreek Hill. With 814. So he has over 100 more receiving yards than any wide receiver in the league. He has 13 catches of 20-plus yards this year, tops in the league. He has oh, – no, I'm sorry. It's not tops in the league. Justin Jefferson has more. Uh, he is – We've seen he's a game-breaking player. They're really using him well in that offense. He has six catches of forty-plus yards this year. He's averaging. Uh, he's 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 just been terrific. So uh, you go, AJ Brown, and I will gladly take Tyree Kill with the number two overall pick.
0: This is interesting because we you know we always we try to come up with these little yeah. nuggets for the guys on the different rosters. You had some for Tyree Kill. Mine here are that. Um, but when he was in college, he choked and punched his pregnant girlfriend, in the, and punched her in the face and the stomach. And then in 2019, was investigated for allegedly breaking the arm of his three-year-old son, and was uh, heard on recordings telling his then fiancée, uh, "She said he's terrified of you," and he said, "You need to be terrified of me too." Uh, with a, another word after that, so um, I'm not. I'm not in the business of celebrating Tyreek Hill. Is essentially my position
1: here, and uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to take the high road on you. <laughs> I have no rebuttal for what you just said. I'm simply drafting players for a fictitious I game just, that, I, you know, <laughs> okay. as
0: part of the NFL media landscape, this yeah. is like we just push these things to the side. Tyreek Hill becomes, "Oh, look at this backflip that he did." Taking a video <laughs> of himself like, "Let's not uh let's not forget okay. the things that we know about Tyreek Hill." Okay, uh,
1: so NFL Next Gen Stats. The fastest ball carriers <laughs> this season, okay? Uh, and, and this shows you what the Eagles are up against. The top five in the fastest ball carriers this season are all Miami Dolphins. Now, two of those this year were from uh, were from A. Chain, who is not playing in this game. But Tyreek Hill is first uh, with 22 miles per hour. Uh, he's fourth at 21.66 miles per hour. So this is the type of speed that is is going to be uh, really tough for teams. So uh, uh, it's, it's going to be really tough for the Eagles' defense. So I'm going Tyreek Kilk here, just for this game. I'm not, you know, I'm not advocating anything else. Just uh, just for this game here. And then the other thing here too is the Lane Johnson question. You you, you have to be like,
0: just think about how, what level of. Um, I don't want that guy in my building. You have to be for Andy Reid to trade you away.
1: Okay. I mean, I understand what you're saying, Uh, but for the fictitious (laughs) game that we're playing here, I am taking the leading receiver in the NFL (laughs) with my second pick. Okay. Uh, You get another pick. So Lane Johnson here is the pick that I would like to make if he's going to play. I don't know if he's going to play, but the fact that it, that Brian Baldinger said that on our show the other day. He said it on PHLY on Tuesday, uh, and there is—I I don't like the Miami Dolphins offensive line, um, or at least their tackles without Teron Armstead there. Uh, so I—I I am going to go with Lane Johnson as my right tackle. Wow, ballsy! Mm-hmm. Playing on a on a gimpy ankle. Whew. He's still Lane
0: Johnson. Okay, that's that's interesting. Um, I, I'm going to take Jalen Waddle. I want to make okay. sure that I get two of the receivers in case Devonte Smith doesn't play. Uh, Jalen Waddle is awesome. Uh, the only player in this game whose last name is uh, a verb for uh penguin. Um, I think about that draft and this goes to the Kyle Pitts conversation that we had and your love for Kyle Pitts and your, your maintenance that he's still going to be good one day. I mean, they took Kyle Pitts as the first non-quarterback in the draft. Yes. And think about how good that draft was. Micah Parsons, Jamar mm-hmm. Chase, Patrick Sertan, Panay Sewell, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, all guys who were like, these. it is, it is a little bit surprising that they're all, all pros, but not surprising that they are all extremely good. And, and that pick was insane, I think. Uh how do you think that, that draft would would go redo just the top five? I think it would go Trevor Lawrence one, mm-hmm. Micah Parsons two. Yes. Probably Chase three. Probably so Sewell. Probably Sertan and then Sewell, I think. And then and then it's like Waddle or Devontae or Rashawn do you think Sertan Slater goes over Sewell?
1: I think so. Okay. And we're not thinking teams, we're just thinking best players. I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. I, I, I think Sewell would would go above Sertan. I think that's possible. Uh and then I don't think Pitts would, would be as far down as you think. Pitts is going to be awesome. Pitts is going to be a game-changing player. Pitts was a game-changing player as a rookie, okay? No, he, he dealt with an injury last year. He was year. fine as a rookie. He was really effing good as a rookie. And he's he's going to continue on this trajectory. You're starting to see glimpses of it. He got in the end zone last week, I believe. Wow,
0: what a great job by him. <laughs>
1: Why are you so anti Kyle Pitts? What is Kyle Pitts? I'm not anti Kyle Abington. Pitts.
0: I just you, you like you Abington. can't like keep ch- puffing your chest out when it was an obviously bad pick. Yeah. Not only not only a bad pick relative to the options they could have had, but a bad pick because they don't
1: use him. Well, that's your problem, Arthur Smith. I mean, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, the Arthur Smith doppelganger. That's, that's right. what's the back reference. to you. Uh, so I probably should have gone. Would you rather have
0: Jalen Waddle or Devonte Smith if if Devonte was healthy?
1: Devontae Smith. Okay. But it's up there because speed is, you know, in that, in that Miami offense, the Waddle speed is special. And and Waddle's an incredible player. Uh, but when you have him and Hill together with Moster, with A-Chain, yeah, I, I would rather Waddle with, in that offense, but I think Smith in this offense is, is 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 really good. Uh, you know, there's a risk here in me going Devontae because if lane doesn't play and Devonte doesn't play i'm set back but if Devonte does play and you have aj jalen waddle and Devonte smith then i'm in trouble there that's uh, true so i think that you know what scared money don't make money have you heard that expression i have okay so i want to go with Devonte smith here but you know what I'm going to build I'm I'm going to build this uh this offensive lineup. Okay. okay? And I am going to go with Jason Kelsey. Okay. As my starting center. So now I got Lane and Kelsey. Uh I need to give my quarterback time, whichever quarterback I have because both these pass rushes are really good and uh I don't like Miami's offensive line. Okay. I think that's fair. Um I will respond
0: I don't want to let you totally outflank me on the offensive line. I don't I don't like the, to make a defensive pick here, uh, but I'm gonna take Jordan Milata just to to get it. Okay. Somebody on the
1: offensive line. Okay. So then now is the time for me to take. You know what? I'm gonna take Dallas Goddard. Uh so I know that I have the passing threat. I don't know yet about Devontae's status, uh, but Dallas Goddard and Tyree Kill gives me a good combination there.
0: Okay. I am going to take. the best defensive player in the game
1: mm.
0: and you can make a case for a few people but I think the answer is if he's healthy I'm taking Jalen Carter um I think that's how good he is you can make a case for Josh Schwett you can make a case for Hassan Reddick. Christian Wilkins is pretty good but I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Jalen Carter and and try to get to the quarterback right away
1: Okay, and now he's going up against Jason Kelsey. And by the way, if Jason Kelsey could switch places with any player on the team, he would switch places with? Jalen Carter. Because?
0: We'll have to read the story on all PHLY to find out.
1: How about that for a tease? Uh, now I'm going Devontae Smith. Okay. Uh, because I, mean, I... That's pretty smart. Yeah, so now I got Tyree Hill, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard with Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey. I, I'm usually a big defense guy, more, or more so than Bo. But I think this game this week is all about the offenses. And it's going to be a can you keep pace game?
0: Or it's a can you limit possessions game. And this is a game in which the Eagles lean heavily into the run game, right? And not as a way of like winning time of possession, but rather limiting the number of possessions in the game. And I think they do have a chance to run on this Dolphins defense for sure. I don't think that they want to get into a situation in this game like they did, like you, you were talking about. So the Dolphins are down these corners. I don't think they want to be in a, in a situation they were like last week where they're trying to hunt the mismatches on yes. the outside. I think I think they want to be able to lead on this team.
1: Yes, I agree with you.
0: Okay. Uh, I am going to take Josh Sweat, the best edge rusher in the game. Okay. Uh, the most well-rounded edge, edge rusher in the game. And give me Josh Sweat and Jalen Carter, and you don't have anybody on defense. I'm feeling pretty good.
1: So now I need to be reactive to you. I like to be proactive, but... They're actually, I, I have five edge rushers here on, on my list that I really like. And that shows you how these two teams are, are built. I, I think uh, Greer in Miami has done a good job building this, this roster. Uh, I, I like some of the, the moves that they've made here, especially getting these edge rushers. But I'm going with Hassan Reddick, who's been scorching hot recently. Hassan Redick, uh, <laughs> sacks come in waves. The that's surfer, what, yeah. That's what Bo is referring to. Uh, Hassan Redick has sacks in three consecutive games. He now has more sacks through six games this season than he had last season when he finished with 16 sacks in the regular season. So ever since that cast came off, Hassan Redick has has been hot. And in real life, not in this game, going up against uh, – what's it going to be? Kendall Lamb, I believe it is, maybe. No, no, he'll be going up against Austin Jackson. He'll be going up against the right tackle, Austin Jackson. Uh, I like that matchup for the Eagles this week, and that's going to be one we get into tomorrow.
0: I think that's pretty fair. Um, I'm going to take what I think is the biggest delta available, mm. um, and that is Dolphin safety Javon Holland, who is one of the best safeties in the league. Obviously, we know that the Eagles have some issues this week with no... Well, who knows about Reed Blankenship? Less less than 50% likely to play, I would say. Sidney Brown potentially making his first start at safety. If, let me ask you this, Zach. If if Reed Blankenship and Sidney Brown are both able to play, would you consider letting Sidney Brown be the nickel? Yes. And playing
1: Blankenship and Edmonds at safety? I, w- I would, as opposed to Josiah Scott in there. The only thing is if you want more speed on the field. If you feel like Josiah Scott... Speed gives you more than Edmonds, but I I I think that I would go with Brown in the slot, and I would go with Edmonds um, in. Uh, I would go with Edmonds and Blankenship at safety.
0: What a tough job for Josiah Scott if he has to yeah. play nickel
1: in this game, <laughs> just get thrown into the mix, and all of a sudden he's yeah. got to cover Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Kill. So yes, we actually didn't get to it. The Eagles brought Josiah Scott back because of his experience, because he's played games for them. He had an interception in that Saints game last year. Uh, so that's 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 what jumps out to me.
0: all right. So, uh, yeah, I take Javon Holland, who is awesome and uh, the best player in the uh, in the secondary for for the Dolphins. okay? And I, I, I gotta say a a good call in the pre-draft process by Fran Duffy. Good a Fran Duffy favorite.
1: Well done. out of Oregon. Canadian. There you go. Yeah, two Canadian safeties in this game. Nice. No, sell that one too. Two can. Mm-hmm. Two Canadian. <laughs> Safeties. Yes. Uh, so then, I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Landon Dickerson. I'm going to keep building my offensive line here. Uh, I know Miami's strength on, on their offensive line is probably their guards more so than their tackles after Armstead's injury. But I have Lane Dickerson and Kelsey. They're top on my list at each position. I feel like that gives me a good offensive line infrastructure.
0: Okay, this is interesting because now that I know. I'm not going to have a better offensive line than you. Mm. I'm going to take Tua Tonga-Vailoa as my quarterback uh, because we know that he can get rid of the ball quickly. Mm-hmm. And he is playing right now at a higher level than Jalen Hurts. There's no doubt about it. Uh, if we were talking about who's, who would you rather have for the rest of their career, I think you'd definitely take Jalen Hurts because there are so many questions about Tua long-term. But for one game on Sunday... Tua Viloa right now leads the NFL in EPA per dropback. He leads it in success rate. He's number two in completion percentage. He's number one in yards per attempt, and he's doing it all while getting rid of the ball quicker than anybody in the yeah. league. And it's not just this season. Uh, he's 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 always been good at getting rid of the ball very quickly. His numbers this year uh, in you know as I said he leads those categories in EPA per dropback. It's the second best. Mark uh, for any quarterback over the last six years to Lamar Jackson in 2019. In success rate, it's second only to Josh Allen in 2020. In yards per attempt, it's third to uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Ryan Tannehill in, in a couple offenses when they were not asked to throw the ball very often. In completion percentage, it's four, fourth to the Allen one I talked about and and both uh, to Drew Brees seasons. In time to throw, it's only slower than the last two Ben Roethlisberger seasons when he was just catching the ball and playing hot potato. Hmm. Um, The way that he plays, the way that he uh, is so accurate, and obviously a lot of this is in some degree the making of the offense and the wider series that he has, but right now for one game, yes, I would rather have Tua, and knowing that I have an offensive line where he's going to have to get rid of the ball quickly, I feel uh, feel good about that.
1: Yeah, Tua, 2.37 seconds in terms of getting rid of the ball there. Next on the list is Trevor Lawrence at 2.46 seconds. So you see the delta there. That's that's uh, That says something about Tua. That's a good one there.
0: Now, as you uh, think about your next pick, Zach, let me tell you about FOCO, because FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. Best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's football and tailgating season. Overalls, hoodies, hats, sunglasses, bags, everything you need for a game. Foco has hooked P-H-L-Y up and provided awesome pieces for our sets. Foco also has our back for Philly sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. For all non-presale items, use the promo code P-H-L-Y for 10% off.
1: Uh, so if you are going, with, well, you took Jalen Carter already, so I'm going to take Christian Wilkins who's been a high-level player for the Dolphins. Uh, I actually thought the Eagles were going to draft him in the Andre Dillard draft, so the 2019 draft. Uh, Christian Wilkins has has was like a steady player early in his career, but he's come on in recent years. He's, uh, he's playing well this season, and this is someone who is going to command attention from the Eagles' interior offensive line.
0: Okay. I will take Darius Slay. Uh, I thought about maybe going Bradbury over him, but given the situation with the Dolphins' corners uh, and expecting that Darius Leigh is going to play, I'm going to take him.
1: I'm going to come right back and, and, and take Bradbury. He's the healthy corner here. We don't know about Xavier Howard, but I do want to have a Bradbury conversation with you real quick. Bradbury has been at his best against kind of these bigger receivers how do you think he'll fare against these speed receivers because that that hasn't necessarily i think it's a concern
0: yeah and i think it's why you wouldn't put him in the slot uh, necessarily in this game you know i i think it's not a great a great matchup for him so i it's all part like the the specific matchup on defense for the eagles this dolphins offense is designed to pick them apart where they are weak that is the middle of the field and that is speed on the outside right um like N'Kobe Dean and Zach Cunningham and Nicholas Morrow and Terrell Edmonds in the middle of the field where the Dolphins throw the ball so often yep. is such a recipe for disaster. And the fact that they get rid of the ball so quickly negates the power of the pass rush. So it's going to be a real – I mean, it's, it's obvious to say it's the best offensive football, but, like, what a, what a difficult test this is going to be for Sean Desai. And I do think, you know, the conversation that we have sometimes about Desai versus Gannon – what can you do against the best quarterbacks? I think you want to invite some variance. I, I don't think you want to play this game of, like, let's see if they can drive the ball downfield. I think you want to see if you can force a couple turnovers. And I'm curious to see what kind of little designs, little disguises and stuff you might have cooked up.
1: Well said. The, the pre-snap is going to be so important just to try to uh, to get to it to hold the ball a tick longer.
0: That's right. Uh, okay, you took Bradbury. So I am going to go ahead and take... I mean I uh that that's not really a good that's not really a good pick. Let me take uh yada yada yada. I'm going to take Fletcher Cox okay. as my second defensive tackle. Uh came back last week wasn't quite as dominant as he was the first 4 games of the season. Could think about Jordan Davis here but I'm going to take Fletcher Cox.
1: Not the I'll take Xavier Howard. Uh, who's the top corner on Miami? He, he he's kind of been up and down this year, but he's been uh, really good in the past. And like we said, the next the next starting corner on Miami is Eli Apple, who's been a journeyman at this point in his career. Local guy though, right across the bridge that way.
0: Nice uh, job.
1: Yes, Camden or Eastern Regional High School, I should I should say. Uh, so I'm I'm going with uh, now. I I have Bradbury and Howard. I like that combination, but I do have a, I have too many guys who have injury questions. But when this
0: yeah, graphic pops Those, up, uh, yeah.
1: when this graphic pops up in like an hour or two, my roster is going to have more name appeal going into the game.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Give me, now that we're looking at this, now Connor Williams is is on the injured list as well, so I don't wanna necessarily want to take him.
1: Look at Liam Meikenberg who is the backup there.
0: Yeah, no thanks. Um, um,
1: not a Liam Meikenberg guy? I am not. Okay. Uh,
0: so I will take Robert Hunt the mm. uh, former second-round pick of the Dolphins, who was their starting right guard. Uh, that that draft that they had, the Tua draft, when they had five picks in the first two rounds,
1: yeah. not very good. Not very good at all.
0: Not very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Austin Jackson, who is also mm-hmm. not that good, but uh, was part of that draft. They go Austin Jackson, then uh, Noah Igbenogany, mm-hmm. and then Robert Hunt. Great and pronunciation. Then, thank you. And then who was the last one? Um... Raeguan Davis okay. uh, was the last. And he's he is a uh just a nose with no pass rush upside. So a missed opportunity for them there. Not you know, that was the same Rager draft. So that's not they they picked uh Austin Jackson two picks before Rager, so there was a bit of a drought there until the yeah. Justin Jefferson pick, but uh I think as 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 much as you say they've built a nice roster, I think they've been there they have been, been, been some have missed opportunities. Yeah. yeah,
1: now now they they had assets there for sure. Uh, the the edge rushers here. Uh, this is this is tough for me because the edge rusher that I like the most on this team doesn't really have prolific pass rush production this season. Um, but man, what a freak coming out of Miami he was, and he played at UCLA for Chip Kelly too for a bit. Actually, I, I don't know if Chip was there, but he played at UCLA for a bit. Eight and a half sacks, seven sacks last season is that's that's Jalen Phillips. But the other one that I like is Bradley Chubb too. Who they traded a lot for last season, uh, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go with with Jalen Phillips as my other edge rusher here. Uh, now I, I got Hassan Reddick and yeah. Jalen Phillips, which which I, I like that combination. So they
0: they told a funny story on the uh, New Heights podcast about Jalen Phillips talking smack to Jason Kelsey during one of the joint practices because Kelsey wasn't practicing and he was still talking smack.
1: I I got listened back to that. I haven't listened to that. Kelsey one yet.
0: was given uh, Phillips credit for uh, for that. Um, Okay. Uh in this case I'm going to keep pounding the offensive line, I guess, and I'm going to take Sua Opeta making my left
1: guard. Um, I wasn't even going to take Sua. So, okay. There yeah. you go. Yeah. You you love yourself some Sua. He's a good player. Mhm. Um so then I am I am on the board here now and you know what? There's there's Chubb and there's Van Ginkle. Uh and I'm, I'm going to go with Bradley Chubb here. I'm going to have three edge rushers. Uh, I I really like that. And I'm boxing you in at edge rushers. I, I really value the edge rusher spot.
0: Bradley Chubb has been bad this year. Okay. Um, 67th of 113 pass rushers in uh, quarterback hit rate. Uh, not very good against the run. I think that was a bad trade for them. Andrew Van Ginkle, meanwhile, much more productive. Uh, he's like a souped-up Dennis Gardek. He's a 13th of the 113 pass rushers in uh, quarterback hit rate. I'm happy to have him on my team if I need him. I may take Brandon Graham, but mm-hmm. I don't need to take anybody now. I, I feel like the Chubb pick is uh, more name. That's a classic you okay. guy who was drafted at the top okay. and not necessarily playing to that level.
1: You strike me as a Van Ginkle guy anyways. So,
0: Yeah, I, I think I called for the Eagles to sign him when he was a free agent. Yeah,
1: you're a big Van Ginkle
0: guy. I don't know what that <laughs> means, but I'm happy to wear it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take, I mean, there's not a lot of spots left where you need a guy, but I'm going to take, I guess I'm going to take David long as the linebacker. Mm. Uh, one of those classic like football film grinder, uh, hipsters love themselves Mm. some David long. I don't have anything trenchant to say
1: about him other than that. People like him. You fit in that category. I don't. Yes. That was a good signing. Uh, so then I, I will go with a, another interior defensive lineman, uh, cause you've taken two. You can still add one more. Correct. True. So then it's between Jordan Davis and Milt Williams. And you're in my head about Milt Williams because you, you said that I don't t- I, I usually take Jordan Davis over him, but actually I, you know what? I'm going to go Jordan Davis. I, I like the way Jordan Davis played last week. Uh, he was very wa- good last week. I want some more size on my line because I have these three edge rushers. So, 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 give me some, some thump in the middle there.
0: Oh, I'll give you some thump in the middle. All right. Um, I don't know what that means. Nor do I. Okay. I am gonna just, I, I'm gonna box you out, and I'm gonna take Jerome Baker as my second linebacker. So You're I'm taking two just, linebackers. I'm taking two linebackers. Okay. Uh, I think Jerome Baker is pretty good. Okay. And now you're going to have to play an Eagles linebacker in the middle of your uh, of your defense.
1: So real quick, do you think they play Nicholas Morrow this week more because of the speed compared to Nicobe? I mean, I hope not for okay.
0: the sake of Nicobe Dean's okay. career. Like, don't you think that would be a terrible sign?
1: Yeah, that I mean that that wouldn't be a, a great sign. It's but not like I mean,
0: Nicholas Morrow is Devon Allen.
1: No, Devon Allen. He's he's got more speed. A little and bit. He he's, he's faster. Faster. By the way, Patrick Johnson said in your piece today he's faster than Nicobe Dean. Yeah, but they're all gonna say that. They're all gonna yeah. say that, of course. There's time speed to
0: the the to Christian Ellis Nicobe Dean line was very funny. Uh because like he was so impressed with himself for coming up with the, the shot on Nicobe Dean's height. Like after I walked away, he was like, Do you hear what I said?
1: It was really good. <laughs> yeah. Height jokes.
0: Yeah. Never go out of style. Your right? Yeah. Never
1: go out of style. Um <laughs> so. The next safety, then. A speed round here. Yeah, I'll go to Sean Elliott, uh, who's been playing well this year. Who I, I liked him in free agency coming out a few years ago. Went to Detroit, I liked him when he was with Baltimore, it was with Detroit last year, now with Miami. Uh, he's, he's been playing better this season, so I, I'll go to Sean Elliott at safety.
0: Okay, I will go ahead and take, I guess, I'll take Austin Jackson as my right tackle,
1: and of course, I end up then with uh, Kendall Lamb. at – Let's see. The competitive position here is is uh, running back. Uh, do you go Swift or do you go Mostert? Mostert's been really good this year, but um, I'm going to go DeAndre Swift. I think he's the better running back, and I know you're a big Mostert guy anyway, so I'd rather give him the deal.
0: Raheem Mostert on mm-hmm. pace to have the uh, most prolific rushing season of the past decade for a player of 31 years or over. He's uh, on pace for over 1,200 yards, the only three guys who have rushed for over 1,000 yards. Are uh, Frank Gork twice and Adrian Peterson once? Zach, I'm ready to. I'm, are, you, are you ready to hear some fun names from the past? Oh, I always love fun names from the past. Raheem Mostert, of course, uh, in training camp, entered the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles in 2015 and uh, made it on the practice squad until he was signed to the Dolphins' active roster. These are the names who were on the initial week one practice squad with Raheem Mostert for okay. the Eagles. Brett Boyko. Yep, UNLV. Oh, who was the Penn State one? Oh, that was a different guy?
1: It's a different guy. Before okay. he goes UNLV, I believe. Uh, Malcolm Bunch. Yep. Do- uh, he's from Delaware. He went to Miami. Stoutland guy.
0: I thought he was a UCLA guy. He was Miami? He finished. Yeah, he finished up in Miami. Okay. Randall Evans.
1: Yeah, Kansas State draft pick. pick
0: from Kansas State. Freddie Martino. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Wide receiver. Yep. Brian Mahalik. Mm-hmm. Draft pick from Boston College. Yep. Chris Pantale, I
1: believe the only mm-hmm. other player on this group who who ended up carving out an NFL career. Tight end from BC, North Jersey. Karan Pratt. Karan Pratt, wide receiver from Rutgers, I believe. Ed Reynolds. Oh, of course I know Ed Reynolds. Safety from Stanford from, uh, by by way of um, Central Virginia. And finally, Deontay Skinner. Deontay Skinner. Uh, he was a linebacker. edge think he was a linebacker. A, 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 linebacker. He was a linebacker, yeah.
0: linebacker, yep. Now, these are the, uh, just for the record, the people who made it onto the roster over Raheem Mostert, who you might think, you know, the Eagles might want this one back. Sure. Kenyon Barner, Miles Austin, mm-hmm. Sayyia Tutu, Brandon Bayer, Brad Jones, EJ Biggers, Denzel Rice, Jerome Cuplin. Yeah, not a great year
1: for, that was a, that's a forgettable year. For what a Eagles. career for Raheem Mostert. Well done. Agreed. All right. I'm going to go ahead. I, I guess there's not a ton left here. Yeah, I'm fine filling this out.
0: OK, um,
1: my my other I'm going guard... to I'm
0: going to take Sidney Brown at safety uh, just okay. to have him since you could have taken a safety. So okay. we can fill it out from there.
1: OK. Uh, so then who's
0: your left tackle? Kendall Lamb?
1: Yeah, I have no choice. But but to go Kendall Lamb, I went Fred, go Johnson. Fred Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Kendall who's Lamb? your right guard? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll have Isaiah win and I'll move him over.
0: OK, right. uh, I guess I guess I'll take. I mean, I guess I have to take Connor Williams at safety at center because like mm-hmm. it's not like I can take Cam Jurgens or something like that. Or you can
1: take Liam and I'm not taking <laughs> Liam Mickenberg. You're really anti which Liam.
0: Which Eagles linebacker are you taking? I'll go to Dean. Okay. Uh, which safety? By the way, I could
1: go Duke Riley. You know that, but or no, Duke, I can still. I still or Channing I Tindall. I still need
0: to take a safety. Or i mean, mm-hmm. a corner, so I'm going to take Eli Apple. Okay. Um, I need then, a nickel. Yeah. And I, I guess I'll I'll go
1: with uh, with Kater Kohu.
0: Cater Kahoo, the only player in the AFC whose initials are KK. That's the type of insight you can only get on the PHLY Eagles podcast. But there are three in the NFC. Co-Keeft, <laughs> Q Kelly, and Keith Kirkwood. And who's your safety?
1: <laughs> I'm still getting over that, uh, that wonderful stat there. Um, I guess Are Reed Blankens. You roll the dice with
0: Reed Yeah, I'll roll the dice. With you Reed. love the injured guys. Yes. All right. I will take Raheem Mostert as my running back. I will take Durham Smythe as my tight end. Durham Smythe, one of the only two uh, tight ends in the NFL who is in the top 20 in terms of percentage of snaps yep. played, but is targeted less than 10% of the time. He's an extra offensive lineman. He is basically an extra offensive lineman. He's a so Jack Stoll. Yeah. Helps my offensive line. I'm going to take uh, Braxton Berrios Mm-mm. as my slot receiver. You didn't take a, a slot receiver, actually.
1: I took three receivers didn't I? Oh, I, I did not. No, you did not. I, okay. That's right. you oh, want okay.
0: or Cedric Wilson?
1: I want Julio Jones. No. Okay, great. I want name appeal, man. Yeah. You are
0: all <laughs> about the name appeal. I'm going to take, uh, I guess I'm going to take Van Ginkle. I could have taken Milton Williams or Brandon Graham there, but why not roll the dice? You love a Van Ginkle. I do love a Van Ginkle. And then I'm going to take, uh, I guess, Josh Job hmm. as my uh, other corner. So, Quickly to run it down. Your offense, Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, Tyree Kill, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Julio Jones, Kendall Lamb, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaiah Wynn, Lane Johnson. Against my defense of Josh Sweat, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, Andrew Van Ginkle, David Long, Darius Slay, Eli Apple, Javon Holland, Sidney Brown, Josh Job, and Jerome Baker. My offense, Tua Tungavailoa, the best quarterback in the NFL this year. Raheem Mostert, A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddell, Durham Smythe, Braxton Berrios, Jordan Mailata, Sua Opeta, Connor Williams, Robert Hunt, and Austin Jackson against your defense of Jalen Phillips, Jordan Davis, Christian Wilkins, Hassan Reddick, Nicobe Dean, James Bradbury, Zavian Howard, Reed Blankenship, Deshaun Elliott, Cater Cahoo, and Bradley Chubb. I think I'm going to win. What a ride. I think I'm going to win. Honestly, if you are willing to fight for it, you've got a good chance. But you've got you to gotta pound the table for it.
1: we got to see what happens in, the, in, in this game. We will have that graphic up later. And also, if you have any insight on how we can determine a winner, uh, don't email Bo. You can email me. That's
0: right. <laughs> yes. yeah. Put it on, uh, on Rate My Professor.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'm on it. Rate My Professor, but if any of my CSU students are watching this uh, and you want to put a Rate My Professor, I would, yeah, feel okay. free. Sounds do they good. still have that website? Bree, do you know? They still have that. Okay, Bree's the younger one in the, in the, in the group among the three of us. So, uh, Back when I was in college, I used to always look up to right my professor.
0: I'm sure you did. Yes. And uh, just for the record, once again, Bree, keeping the hat game strong yes. today look with, the, with the, the, blue blue blue, the blue Phillies hat. Yep. So, we will be back uh, tomorrow for the final show of the week at 2.30 in the afternoon right here from Studio B. Make sure that you are reading the content on allphly.com. Check out the other videos we've got up there. Brian Baldinger with the Lane Johnson news from earlier in the week. The reaction to the Julio Jones signing that emergency pod from the familiar confines of our respective home, quote unquote, studios. And uh, make sure you're following Zach for all the latest news and notes on Twitter. So for Zach and Bree, we thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We will talk to you later this week. And as always, we love you. We